Welcome back. This Inside Snoop with BT. Got my guy, Tamar Hart, here. How you doing today, man? What's up, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. So, uh, he's on my podcast tonight, and um, basically, we're going to get to know him. This is something new for me and him as well. Um, just trying sure. to get him some love, exposure. This is my guy. Uh, so, basically, um, I'm going to just start off with 10 questions just to get to know you. Uh, what's your favorite sport? Uh, my favorite sport would be football, just because, you know, I play it. Um, but not only am I just playing it, doing you know what I'm saying? My family grew up in it. Big football fans go to football games. Uh, season ticket holder for the Lions, my ATS. So I've been to a lot of football games. So I Man, I would have thought you would have been a basketball guy just because, you know, you played basketball as well in high school. I seen that. You told me that. Yeah, man. I, we played top five in, in the state when I was in high school. But uh, I was I just more so stuck with football, man. Basketball was was too much for me. You got to read too much, do too much. You know what I'm saying? I feel I was, it. I, feel it. I was more of a straight see the ball, get the ball guy. So I definitely feel that. I'm a football guy too as well, you know. But, you know, I I definitely agree. Um, sure. All right. What's your favorite team? My favorite football team right now will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Not just because they won the championship, though. I see, I see everybody be switching on their bandwagon or whatever. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I'm a um, defensive guy. There's a couple reasons. First, I'm a big Tom Brady fan because I'm a big Michigan fan, and he came from Michigan. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? I got into him. My family been into Tom Brady for a long time. So it was right. like once I picked up on him, it was – Okay, and he win, he's smart, he make the right plays. Come on, man. Right. Anybody can be behind that. Definitely. Yeah, that what Tampa Bay did last season, that was amazing. Um, that defense was man, crazy. They held, they held the Chiefs to nine points in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that the was. Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes to rehill. Like, that's, that's That was different. crazy. But uh, he ain't have his offensive line. I did used to play offensive line. He ain't have his offensive <laughs> line. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna give hey, you. No, I'm gonna give you that. That make a difference though. Offensive line make a difference because you got to be able to protect your quarterback. Some right? of them throws he was making, they just was dropping them. Some of, it was like three touchdowns that yeah. they just didn't catch. And he dropped. I mean, they throw some. Some of the throws he threw was you could tell he was worried about the pressure. He was worried yeah. about who was on his backside, who was coming like bearing down on him, like that stuff. I'll play a part in quarterback here because I played quarterback in high school. So it's like uh-huh. I played and seen the, the action. And you played quarterback? Fly. That's I, crazy. I played every position. I was a running back, quarterback. I played a receiver at one point. And then on the defensive end, I was defensive end, linebacker. Um, I didn't really play safety much. I played safety in like two games. And it was just because – they had a deep threat going deep, killing us. And it was like, somebody got to get back there and do right. something. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no, no technique. So, you was just an athlete. They just threw I was just there. an athlete yeah. on, the, on a bad team. So, it was like, we're going to put the best player wherever. You right. know what I'm saying? So, I played a lot of stuff. Actually, my senior year, I was uh, listed as a quarterback. Uh-huh. Led our conference in rushing yards, so <laughs> it, was, it was different. Without having that old line, that make right. a difference. You feel me? Yeah. I couldn't really throw the ball. It was more so let's just keep it on the ground. Okay, that that brings me to my next question. What made you choose to play football? 
growing up, I was a, um, I wouldn't say I was like a bad kid, but I had a bad anger problem and a okay. bad temper. You know what I'm saying? I always wanted to just hit something, hit something, right. be aggressive. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? I ain't really want to. Like basketball guys are more finesse. You feel me? Yeah. When I get mad, it's like I want to hit something. I want to break something. Like now, when I'm mad, I like to go to like rage rooms and do stuff like that. You feel me? Just mm-hmm. to get release some of that stress. And I just fell in love with the fact that you mean you mean to tell me I get to hit somebody every play. And I ain't gonna get in trouble. Yeah. I don't got nothing. Bad. I don't got no type of consequences for hitting this man. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I play the game clean. I don't play it dirty. I don't try to hurt nobody. You feel me? In the, in the game, I mean, I broke my foot. It's a game of football. It's a violent, tough it's a game. Sport. I mean, it's a chance you can get hurt. You feel me? Yeah. But my intentions on none of my plays is to ever hurt nobody. You feel me? It's always just to perform at a high level, show what I can do. You feel me? And Keep it rolling in that way right there, you know what right. I'm saying? So just from what you said right there, you, you love to hit people, you love to go go crazy. So um, what you love about your sport? What you love about football? Uh, That's a lot of things I love about football. Number one, as everybody who played the game, is the attention that the game can bring to you, you feel me? Right. I mean... I'm growing up in a place where I ain't had much. I ain't never really need for nothing, you feel me? But I ain't never had much. I ain't never been on top where it was just like, I'm on top. So right. the thing is, I God gave me this ability to play football. Why not use it and put it towards, you feel me, something better in life? Mm-hmm. I had a son now, so it was like, I want to provide for him. I want to be able to provide for my family, get my mom out the hood, get my dad out the hood, you feel me? So it was like... I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying? That made me yeah. fell in love with it, just being able to just produce. That. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Just making something better. That's all. So what makes you stand out? What makes Tamar hurt? Tamar hurt. Uh, as far as like football-wise or just like just, anything? I'm going to say football-wise and then you can say anything. Anything, okay. So football-wise, what makes me stand out? versus other defense alignments and stuff like that is um first my speed right a lot of defense alignment be um not converted skill players i mean i was a running back quarterback like i said so i got background in all of those positions where you you got to be able to run you got to right. be able to cut think fast on your toes you agility, feel me? You and so agility. a lot of that stuff plays into now like now i don't play a normal defensive end game, you know what I'm saying, running there, bump people, try to shed, do this. I mean, I got my mind made up before I even go into this play, you feel me? Right. Every play, I already got what I want to try, you know what I'm saying? I'm already, it's already, first, in the run game, is the best thing to do in the run game is to get off the ball and get into somebody, you feel me? Right. You get into them, get them going back, you can control what, what happens from here out, you feel me? Definitely. So it's like, in the run game, that's always my thought, just to get off the ball, get my uh, three points of contact, get them going back, and then we figure out where it go from there, you feel me? Right. But in the pass game, it's always something you got to do, and then you something you want to think about, excuse me, and then it's always a setup, you know what I'm saying? So if it's they pass the ball on first first down and I go power, the next time that I deem they're going to pass the ball, you feel me, I want to go speed or I want to go speed to power or something just to keep his mind going, keep on racing. You never want them to be able to say, okay, he going here. Because if they able to say that, that's when you become predictable. That's when a lot of your moves and stuff don't work because they know it's coming, you feel right. me? Like some of, the game, some of the games we play in, 
uh, offensive lineman might say, all right, well, 15 going speed. No way that offensive lineman is as fast as me, you feel me? But because he know what I'm doing, because he already had it in his mind what I was going to do, right? he beat me to the spot where he able to get there on time, you feel me? And throw that tenth of a second on, throw my time and on anything so I'm not able to get done what I want to get done, right. you feel me? That's that's big just just coming off you as a skilled player converted to D line, you know, that's a lot of people don't know how to put their hand in that dirt, you feel hey, me? No, it was it was definitely a big difference because I mean I'm coming over and I'm going from standing up to now I'm in a three point. So right. now it's like I don't see the game how I seen the game at first. You feel right. me? When you're standing up, you can see everything. Everything in front of you, you can see it. Once you go down and put your hand in that dirt, you're no longer looking at people's eyes or their face or their helmets, you feel me? You're looking at a foot. And you gotta you mean to tell me I gotta know what he's doing in a tenth of a second, second off of a step. So that was hard. That was hard to adjust to, you feel me? But I think things that actually helped me adjust to it is one, my pops played defensively when he was playing in school. So it was like I had some experience and some I mean not experience, I had some knowledge from someone who was experienced. That was big. You feel me? And I was big only because it's like this is my dad, I know he ain't gonna tell me nothing wrong in my life. Right. So it was easier for me to make that transition. Make that transition and um respect what he was saying. Cause you know, sometimes coaches they can be telling you what to do, and they can be the right thing. It's just if you don't trust it, if you don't feel it in yourself, you feel me, you won't do it. And just and being able to trust yourself just a little bit makes a difference, you feel me? Mm-hmm. That's the difference between engaging and getting off of a block or then bull rushing the whole time, you feel right. me? You got to be able to trust yourself that, okay, when I disengage, I'm going to be able to do this, 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 and this, and that's going to get me to where I need to go. You feel me? Some people don't get that mindset or those things turning in their head and that make it harder on them to even play the game. You feel me? Yeah. So. I definitely agree just because, you know, I played O-line last mm-hmm. my whole career in Olivetta and I play D-line and it's a transition that's just, you know, tough. It's, but but I, I actually like the transition and, you know, it's, it's more – it's more D line is more a you type of thing, yo. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely agree with that. But um my next question for you is how you feel about your team this year? You the captain. You the, you that guy. You you one of them guys in this in this league as well in the MIAA, you know? So how you feel about your team in yeah. general? Um I I mean I'm looked at as the guy from the general eye just because right. of accolades and things like that, you feel me? But honestly, bro, we got so many good players on our team, man. Definitely. This team could be so we this team could be so good. All we have to do is put it together, you feel me? Definitely. We gotta put it together in all three phases of the game. Offense, defense, special teams. Once we put it together in all three phases, I don't think we could be beat by Nearly nobody, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got so many different positions. You look at the running back position, and it's deep. You got three running backs. You know what I'm saying? Cortavion, Jeremiah. You got Nyasanu. Like, those guys are are real game changers because it's like we can keep a rushing attack. We don't have to let down there. It's not a let down or it's not a, okay, this guy can't catch, but this guy can't because right. they all can catch. They you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not uh, this guy is faster than the rest of the guys because 
as as true as that may be, CB may be faster than those other two, but those other two are still fast enough to get away. You feel me? They yeah, fast enough to the get break. the job done. And it's crazy because we got three backs on our team who you you can send anywhere else and they'd be first starter. You know what I'm saying? First right. string backs anywhere. It's same at the receiver end. And then having a freshman quarterback, you feel me? That's all that all that knowledge around him, all those junior receivers and senior receivers mixed with senior running backs and sophomore running backs, but not just sophomore running backs, running backs who actually played, you feel me? Right. They actually played in the game. They ain't just been here and seen it. They actually played in it as a freshman. They know how the speed is. They know, and then it's good to be actually so close in the age because with a freshman quarterback and a sophomore running back, he actually, say you put Jeremiah Sterling back there, right? Right. He played as a freshman. Mm-hmm. So he know the speed difference. He know what's different from, you feel me, high school to college, as we all do, but it, he fresh in adjusting to the speed. And he fresh was in that in position. adjusting to those Last things, you feel year. me? So it's like he can help the quarterback when he's back there. If he feel like it's going too fast or if it's anything like that, you know what I'm saying? He could look at his quarterback and tell him, you know what I'm saying? slow down a little bit. We're moving a little too fast. And he understand it because – he been in these shoes before. We been he he been here. You know what I'm saying? As we all been here, but it's just like as a general rule in life, you learn more when you talk to people around your same age because they, them your peers. And they you know what I'm saying? They they help you adjust more. And y'all grew up in the same generation, so it's like some some of the problems in the world. You feel me? They be generational. You feel me? Right. So it's like. An older person or an older player might not be able to connect to you the same as somebody one year older than you or the same age as you. You feel me? Right. So it's like that's how I feel about our offense. And then defensively, we just we owe experience. Yeah. Experience. We got a lot of seniors on defense that have played. Um it's a mean, lot of players that play football in general. Of, it's a lot of you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's a lot of football played on that side. Yeah. Even even our younger guys, uh, Logan Fee, uh, Anthony Merriman, those guys have been playing since freshmen. Yeah. So you look at them and say, they're juniors, they might not have it all, but it's like, those guys been playing. They know what they're doing, you feel right. me? So it's like, and then you look and it's, we just put it together as a unit, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Even when you out there, nobody, I mean, you on defense now, you know, nobody yeah. ever get down on nobody. They might get on you, come and tell you, come on, bro, we got to pick right. this Smart up. Smart decisions. Nobody, nobody really get on you. Nobody get on you and make you feel like, man, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Nobody really make you feel that way. So right. it's like, it's always a up. Even when somebody do something bad, it's, come on, bro, we got this. We up, next play, you feel me? And it's... You can see it, it, it show as a unit. You know what I'm saying? We celebrate together. We just make plays together. Every day you come out of a game, you never know who's going to lead the top in whatever. You feel me? The last game, I ended with five tackles, two sacks, and a safety. But I still wasn't even the top. You feel me? Yeah. Kobe Kobe Lewis. Not Kobe Lewis. Excuse me. Uh, Kobe Williams. Mm-hmm. Linebacker. Lead the team in tackles. Um you got, I mean, we just got so many great players, bro. Just put it together, play. Definitely. Great yeah. feeling, though. So, with that being said, you know, did you ever see yourself in this spotlight, in this position? Uh, I always knew growing up that 
whatever I did, I would be a leader in it. You know what I'm saying? Because I right. was never, I never grew up behind nobody. My dad always, he always stressed to me, be your own man. You feel me? Mm. Whether everybody look up to somebody and learn stuff from somebody. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when you have a kid. They perfect mimickers, you know what I'm saying? Everything yeah. you do, they gonna do the same thing. So it's like, I try not to be that guy. I knew right. wherever I go, I would be a leader. Now, as far as football, mm-hmm. I work hard, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. I've been working hard at it. I've been doing this since, this, like, a long, you know what I'm saying? A long yeah. time I've been playing football. Yeah. But I could never say I'll imagine being in the position I am now. You feel me? I right. could never go play in the league just being a prospect. Is you know what I'm saying? That's that's different because a lot of people got this dream and never get to that position, never get to that spot. You feel me? So it's like I can't tell you I see myself in this position, mm-hmm. but I can tell you it's something that I work towards. You know what I'm saying something right. that I want it to be, some somewhere that I want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I ain't done yet. I got a lot to do. I got a lot to do, man. I'm trying. I mean, I'm really trying to um, break the sack record here. So it's like, what's the sack record? What's the number? I know you know it. I don't. I don't even know the. I don't know the season. I think honestly, I think the season's like nine and a half, which is something small in the career. It's like twenty-two. Yeah. But I mean, I played only. What I switched over my junior year. This my senior year. I got eleven career sacks, and it's. Coming. It's coming, man. I just got a ball out. Man, I I see it. Just keep keep going. Keep being keep being Tamar. You're gonna get it. Uh, with that being said, my next question is we already had this conversation before, but I want the world to know. What made you choose Olivet? Oh man. I had a um growing gro- coming out of high school though, I had a lot of different schools I could have went to, but um Honestly, my school that I went to was more so of a sports school. It wasn't really an academic school. And so academics wasn't really pushed. I, mean, I won't say it wasn't really pushed, but it was like you wasn't punished for not doing as good as other students. You feel me? So I maintained, you know what I'm saying, D's in high school. Not, not, not really the right mindset, but I was so focused on sports that I wasn't even focused on school. I wasn't focused on that that half of it, you feel me? So it was like when it was time to go somewhere, yeah, they wanted me for sports, but academically I couldn't get there. into those yeah. places, you feel me? And so I was really done with football. I was done with sports, period. I was getting ready to graduate high school, and I'm like, I might as well find me a uh, job or some yeah. trade school or something to go into, you feel me? I, I'm at home sleep one day, my phone just ring, ring, and ring. I answered it's my high school coach he calling me. Coach Medea want to see me. I get up. I run over to the school. Well, for people who don't know, Coach Medea was the recruiter in my area at that time mm-hmm. and a coach for Olivet coaching staff. Right. He come to the school. We in there. We talking back and forth. And as much as I love football, I wasn't really sold. You feel me? Because I always had this mind, this image in my head of going to a big school. Right. And I knew Olivet was small. It wasn't so much here. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I always went to, you know what I'm saying? I always pictured. I went to MSU parties and uh, U of M parties. Like, I'm a big U of M fan. So, mm-hmm. I'm uh, growing up, I wanted to go to Michigan. You feel me? But once I realized... Okay, 
I ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? I ain't getting in there. I ain't even, they didn't even talk to me for sports. So I knew for sure I wasn't getting in there. You feel me? School. So with some of the schools that did talk to me, I'm like, okay, these big schools, like, you know what I'm saying? Central Michigan, Ferris, Grand Valley, like those schools that I actually talked to and they was actually not bad schools. You feel me? Big schools. And then growing up, when I first came out of high school, I was more so of a party guy. You feel me? Right. Now I don't really party. I sit back, I do my own thing. But, Coming out of high school, I was more so of a party guy. And those schools, they got big parties. I'm like, man, I can go be a star. And you feel me? Right. So I was pictured going to them schools. And then when he talked to me, I wasn't so sold on it. Right. I was asking him questions. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for real, like, I was recruiting him or something. Right. It was just in a sense of like, sell me. Sell me on your school. What's different from y'all than any other? You feel me? Any other school that's going to come to me. Because at the time, I had Ball and Wallace start coming. Like, a bunch of little small D3s start coming. But what sold me on Olivet was, I was asking questions. I'm asking questions. And Coach McDill, he ain't really, he wasn't really saying much. You know what I'm saying? Like, he answered your question, but he wasn't really say much. Mm-hmm. But what he did was, he pulled this sock out of his pocket. The rings in it, huh? Slapped it on the table. It was all rings. <laughs> you hear me? Because, listen. I ain't never won before. Like, my high school is a basketball high school. I told you, fifth in the state and basketball, went to the quarterfinals, all of that. Right, right, right. Football, I never had a winning season over three three games. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, I do love football. I do want to play football. You feel me? I was only discouraged because I wasn't going to a bigger school. And I had to get that out of my head, too. It don't matter where you go if you ball. You know what I'm saying? Your dreams will come follow you. If you got dreams of going to the league and you, you go D3 and ball, it's plenty. I actually went home and searched like D3 players in the NFL. You know? right. And it wasn't, I, I looked at amount. it and it's a good amount of D3 yeah. and D2 players in the league. And that, that helped me get that image of going to a bigger school to get out there out of my head. And I was basically like, I can go to Olivet. And as long as I ball and take care of my business, you feel me? I could have that opportunity to do what I wanted to do. Right. And so, um, the rings really sold me over, like, Baldwin Wallace and a lot of other schools. Putting the rings on the table did. You know what I'm saying, baby? That day I was ready to sign. Where I signed at, Coach. You feel me? All right. I I like like exactly what you said. Um, You know, if you could do anything different, what would you do? Take my... um, Take school more serious. If I could, if I could take anything back and do it better, it would be just school. I would go to school, you know what I'm saying, get my grades right, do my classes, because even though I'm in a good position right now, there's no telling what I could have did, you know what I'm saying? And I believe everything happened for a reason. Maybe I would have got my grades right, went to school, and then get the same chance to shine like I'm getting here, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But I just feel like if I was, if I would have took school more serious and had my grades right, maybe I would have had a different path or, because it's hard here, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I won't, I won't say it's like hard now because I'm a senior, I got the swing of things, but adjusting to coming from a big place to a smaller place where I got to drive 15 minutes away to get some food out there 
10 o'clock, you feel me? It was different. It was right. just, it made me homesick quicker. It made me just ready to leave, like anything, you feel me? So I would say, like, just doing my grades. I feel that, I feel it. But I mean, we, we know you love Olivet as well. We yeah. definitely know that. Definitely um, got a love for Olivet all the years I've been here. It's home, it's definitely home. It's been home to me too as well. Um, so, what's your future plans? Uh, I know you got a kid. I know, know you good dad, man. I see you see you handling business. Sure. What's your future plans, man? Uh, so, <clears throat> I mean, I guess my, my end goal of like my life, for uh-huh. real, for real, is to just be able to provide, take care of my son. You feel me? When I feel like children don't ask to be born into this world. You feel me? Uh-huh. So, when you bring them into this world, I feel like you should be able to provide for them and do what they need you to do, you feel me? Because if it wasn't for you, they wouldn't even be here. So yeah. I feel like I just want to, whatever I do in life, you feel me? I want to go make sure I'm able to just take care of my son, take care of my family, for real, for real. But my future plans, what I want to do, my number one plan, honestly, is I want to go to the, the NFL, you know what I'm saying? Not even just the NFL. I would go play in the CFL, anything. I just, I ain't ready to hang them up yet, you know what I'm saying? I had so much fun playing this game. It's like, this is what I want to do. And I feel that. But say, in case of injury or anything, you know what I'm saying? I got some more. Yeah, knock We're going to knock on wood. We're going to knock on wood, make sure. But just in case, though, anything, though, my backup plan, for real, I want to go be a... Um, Football coach, you feel me? I love the game. Mm-hmm. Got great knowledge of the game at every, well, I don't want to say every position, but many different positions. Mm-hmm. I got great teammates who I know want to be coaches when we grow up, so maybe I get, you know what I'm saying, get a job playing and offer them out a job playing, put something together. I just want to be able to give back to the youth, you feel me? And I feel like I can do that through any Anyway, if I go to the league, I'll be a great role model for kids. You feel me? That's just like in this day right now. Any top athlete is a great role model for a kid trying to play that sport. You feel me? Because right. it's like we get to see what you do, but we don't get to see what you put in. You feel me? And I feel like it'd be the work, the the, the, the outside work, the off work is what run people away from their dreams. You feel me? You got to stay true to that, put that work in. Like... I don't want to wake up in the morning and go lift. I don't want to wake up in the morning and go run, you feel me? But those are things that have, have to, to be do. done, you yeah. feel me? That puts you above everybody, the next person who don't want to do it, who not going to do it, you feel me? So, um, yeah, be, be a coach and give back my knowledge. But last And last but not least, if I wasn't to be a coach, I would be a probation officer for youth and help get youth life lives straight out, you know what I'm saying? Get them on the right path. Show them that it is a different path in this world that you can take besides violence and going to jail and doing all that stuff because I didn't grow up and seen too many people do that stuff, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, that's, that's big just even what you're saying, the probation stuff because because a lot of people a lot of people don't don't necessarily don't necessarily know that, you feel me? And we, you feel me? College made me more of a role model myself, just trying to help back, help the youth. And I got little brothers at home. You got little brothers, sister, you know, that type of stuff. We, 
we gotta be we gotta be better for our for our future because mm-hmm. we you know we, we had it but we ain't have it like that you know yeah, so I mean you got enough to grow to, to live but you ain't got enough to do what you know what I'm saying do what yeah. you wanna do especially when social media play a big part in that too because we on social media all the time you feel me you seeing all these famous children and they yeah. be so rich it's like they got everything you be everything. looking at it like man why I can't get that yeah. And it it be because, you know what I'm saying, we in different positions in life. Everybody family ain't the same. Everybody fathering LeBron James, you feel me? But lucky for me though, I had a great father in my life, you feel me? So he helped me keep my life on the right path, you feel me? Always kept it real with me whether I wanted to hear it or not. And that's a big difference in my life, you feel me? Because even when I feel like I'm doing right, if I ain't doing right, he gonna let me know. Right. And it's going to help me get myself straight. Let me get my act right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, um, yeah, having a father figure in your life, bro, that's a big, big, big milestone. You feel me? Stepping stone, whatever you want to call it for people growing up, especially mm-hmm. young men. Man, appreciate that, man. Uh, that's that's the little 10 questions to get to know Tamar Hart. But we about to talk about the football side of things, really get into things. Um, so my first General question is, everybody want to know what happened spring season, COVID season. What, what was that like? Give us a give us your your thoughts on that. So I was coming off of a broke foot, okay. so it was uh, getting back into the swing of things. You feel me? Being able to move and move how I wanted to, um, working on my elusiveness and being. Just powerful, you feel me? Being right. have bringing that speed to the game. But the most thing I worked on is when I was injured was my mental. You feel right. me? I was depressed when I got hurt, so it was like right. because it was the first time I ever been hurt to the point where I couldn't do nothing. Right. I couldn't help nobody. I couldn't go do what I wanted to do. So it was mm. like, man, let me let me figure out and see what's going on. Right. So I got my mental right, you feel me? I tapped in with myself at a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Um, I just ball. It just, it, you know what I'm saying? It just right. put me just, on a different level of just tapping in with myself and being real with myself of what you good at and what you not good at. You know what right. I'm saying? What you good at, we going to build on. What you not good at, we going to make it better. Right. And what I realized and what I, what, what, what I switched was my attack on the game. You feel me? I was... So much playing as a run stopper when I was when I first moved to defense mm-hmm. and sacks is you know what I'm saying I love to get some sacks you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so I'm like I gotta figure out a way to be able to stop the run and get the sacks mm-hmm. and the, I mean the thing that changed for me was again my mental you feel me I know what people want to do in certain situations and what down so I know what I'm watching for, you feel me, what I'm not. Just for instance, on first and 10, they really, the playbook is really open, you feel me? Yeah. But any general offense want to keep it on the ground and get four to five yards because if you can get it into the second and five, that's manageable. Now you want to take shots. Now you want to do stuff like that. And so now that I know that's what they want to do, now I know how to play it. You feel right. me? First down, I'm going to play run. Maybe you run, maybe you don't. But what it do is it secures that you can't run the ball here. Right. Because if we all play run first down and you don't run the ball, but you throw it and it's incomplete, 
Now you at second and long. Now you almost got to throw the ball. You feel me? It don't got to be downfield, but you almost got to get some yards because you know if you throw it, throw it again, and now you in third and ten, you definitely got to throw the ball if we got any team. You feel me? So it's right. like knowing what people want to do, knowing how to play the sticks and stuff like that. You feel me? And just once I got all that clicking and everything, man, I started balling. End of the year come. Defensive player of the year selection, you feel me? Um, MIAA player, uh, first team all conference, first team all region, you feel me? And so now I'm just building on those accolades, you feel me? I'm trying to up the ante one more, up the right. score. Well, that that being said, man, you really you had a good good spring season. It was difficult, as you can see, you know, didn't have the best record, but, you know, you really excel as a athlete, as a person. So, how was that being defensive MVP, man? Just coming off a broke foot. Uh, it really showed me what I could do different from other people, bro. Is because, and, and you even I see this in the pros too, and I'm very like I, I think about things in depth. And a lot of people come back from injuries and. They not the same player because they scared of that injury, you feel me? Right. You you tear ACL and you come back and now you're scared to plant on that ankle or you I mean on that knee or you scared to do something like that. So my biggest thing was just trusting in my rehab, you feel me? Not being not not being worried about hurting my ankle or not being worried about stepping here and it rolling and doing this because I'm so confident in what I did to strengthen it back up, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So it was just like Let's just ball, man. I was, and then it was like my June, my sophomore year when I broke my foot. We was a uh, six and one at a chance at winning the championship. You feel me? And I broke my foot, and I feel like it kind of deflated the team. You feel mm -hmm. me? We we went ahead and lost a game the week after I broke my foot to a really inferior team. They they weren't better than us. It was just we wasn't all there. You feel me? Everybody right. was. Mines was going different places, and I feel like partially for me being a leader on the team and going down, it it kind of shocked the team. You feel me? Right. And so I tried to um, I tried to install in the team like, yeah, I'm yeah I'm a great player on our team, but I'm not the team. You feel me? Right. We got so many other different players who can ball and play some good football. It's like. Come on, man. Show me what you got. Show me what you working with. You feel me? Right. It ain't always gotta be what I'm what I'm doing because we ain't gonna always play together. You feel right. me? Once 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 our time is up, our time is up. So I mean, that was the biggest the biggest thing. You feel me? Just getting my mental right and getting ready to ball. It's not one defensive player of the year. Now I'm coming off of that year, and it's um I think my my my. My word for coming off of this year is determination. And I would say determination because I, last year I felt like I was playing for respect. You feel me? I felt mm -hmm. like I was playing for a name. Right. And so it's like, okay, now you're defensive player of the year, but don't get complacent. Mm -hmm. Don't get satisfied with what you're doing because, um, okay, week three – our package that we get, right? And it's a scouting packet. You go through, they too deep, which is 
the starters and they backups, you feel me? You go through their tendencies of what they want to do and what they like to do, what plays they run, how many times they run, all that type of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. There's always a quote on the front, and a quote on the front of our packet from week three said, him who's satisfied with where he at right now mm -hmm. will no longer have that process, that, 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 the process of life would no longer have that progress. My mm. fault. He who is satisfied with where he at right now, all his pro progress will stop. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, okay, I understand. You feel me? And yeah. that been that been my mindset before that though. Don't get complacent with what you did because it's time to build on it. Not only do I want to be a one-time MVP, I want to be a two-time MVP. Right. Not only do I want to be first-team All-Region, I'm trying to be first-team All-American. You feel me? Right. So it's like a step up now. Okay, yeah. you was good there. You got what you did now. Now let's up it one more. Let's show right. them that it's a different level to you in the way that you play this game. So, I mean, that's where I'm at with it right now. Okay. Appreciate that. Um we on to the last question of this podcast, man. It's been a great one, just with you sure. interacting with me and yes, sir. everything else. But um, so you guys, you guys are four and zero. We're four and zero this season. One and zero in the conference. Mm -hmm. I know this is this is your last season, right? Yes, sir. So what's the goal? What's 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 the goal? Is the ring, of course. The goal, but the goal is definitely. A conference ring, you know what I mean? I, I've been here, they won two before I got here. I didn't get one, so it's like my goal is to definitely win a conference. Mm -hmm. But with the team, like, that always been a goal is just to win a conference, you feel right. me? But now that I'm looking at, like, the team that we got and the things that we can do and the things that we have done with nearly as much um, – Camaraderie as a team as we need. You feel me? Mm -hmm. It's like it's so so much that our offense got to put together. So much that our defense got to put together. It's like once we put that all together, we like we can be like national contenders. You feel me? Yeah. And I really believe that deep down in my heart. And so it's like my goal is not right now. My long term goal is to you feel me win a, a, a championship ring. That's my long-term goal for years to come as long as I'm playing this game. You feel me? It's to be on top. Because that's where, you feel me? That's that's where the best players go. But my short-term goal, I just want to win win it week by week. You feel me? Win it day by day. Mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, and all honestly, I'm really bought in into the, the one win. You right. feel me? Because yes. it's not just... It's not just football. It's not just it's everything you do. Which it's, it's it's everything you do, bro. It's like me having this conversation. You feel me? I could be giving you short answers, but I wouldn't be winning the inter the the, the inter interview. You feel me? I right. wouldn't be winning in what I'm doing. Right. So I think that 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 motto, all of that stuff, bro. Just as long as we keep everybody bought into the one win, there's no limit to really what we can do as a team. Definitely. Um, I appreciate all the information, all yes, the sir. everything, all the answers you gave me today, man. That was everybody got a feel of who Tamar Hardy is. I definitely yes, got sir. even more respect for you, more camaraderie for you, everything. You know. Mm -hmm. With that being said, I just want you to shout out your social media so everybody can follow you and check you out, man. Yes, sir, Keep man. being you. 
Uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, Tamar underscore heart 15. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Tamar heart 15. All is one. I mean, then my, then my uh, social media is I already use. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was inside Snoop with BT uh, featuring Tamar Hart. Um, it was a good one, a long one. Uh, we keep coming. Next guest, another football guy. We got a couple more football guys on this podcast this season. Um, I won't be just interviewing football guys, though. It'll be all sports around OC. I'm just trying to branch off and, you know, help help out with just getting the community some love, getting the world to know who Olivet is. And I love Olivet. And thank you. That was a good one. Yeah, I'm sure, out of here. Man. You take, take your time. I'm out of here.